Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the apocalypse, apocalypse is at our front now. door, Tate. It happened. <laughs> the most monumental day in NCAA history, a day that for the old crusty white guys will live in infamy, a day for mm. the youngins out there yes. will we'll live in, uh, what's the opposite of infamy? Fame? Mm, fame, yes. <laughs> it's a great yes. day. Uh, the bag has been dropped. Name, image, likeness has actually happened. We've been, ta- as expected, we should say, we've been talking about this mm. for what, four years, five years since we've had a podcast? This has been yes. imminent. Let's just say, like Jay Billis, we've been waiting on this since 1984. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's been a long time coming. And at long last, it finally happened. And guys are now, and girls, I don't mean to uh, anyone, any, anybody. Yes. is now allowed to uh, profit off their own name per NCAA rules. Uh, and we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about uh, w- what it feels like to live in this world because we're already seeing some uh, uh, bizarre might not be the right word, but it de- it's definitely funny. Good content is coming yes. out of this so far. Yes. Uh, and we're, we're going to talk about that. Talk about, um, I don't know, talk about a lot of stuff and uh, around this stuff because this is this is unprecedented territory. It might have sounded tongue-in-cheek when I said this is, this is a monumental day, the biggest day in NCAA history. I actually genuinely believe that, that this is, uh, this this fundamentally changes everything about college sports. And for a lot of people that is terrifying and scary and means the death of college sports. I think Tate and I agree that this is awesome and this is a very good Mm -hmm. thing and, uh, college sports are going to be better for it, but I don't know. We might disagree on the show. It it, it could be, it could be the death of some other leagues, right? That the leagues Mm. that were supposed to kill college basketball, uh, we'll get into all that. I don't, I think the NBA is fine. I do. I think you're you're right. We'll see though. We'll see. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) It's uh, it's it's a really good day for candle companies. It's a really good day for fireworks companies. You know what I mean? They're all profiting off NIL, and uh, I can't wait to talk about it. It's so good. We're gonna talk about that. Might do a little NBA thoughts too. Phoenix Suns are now onto the finals, and uh, you know our Phoenix Suns. Can we say that? Our beloved team. Yeah. Why not? Why (laughs) not? I I, I think Wild Bags. That's for you. That's our team. I I think we're allowed to do that. Uh, But most of this is gonna be name, image, likeness. Our initial thoughts. Our thoughts moving forward. Uh, We're gonna have some fun today. We hope you do too. But first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical They're foul. The timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, so you threw this to me uh, off air. Right before we started recording, you asked me this. I'm going to throw it right back at you uh, and let you start this discussion. <laughs> when was the moment that uh, you mm. realized this was real? And I guess I should preface it by saying we knew this was coming. You know, like if you yes. pay any attention to uh, college sports and and the the back channels, like the, the nonsense that's going on in meeting rooms and courtrooms and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you knew this was coming. If you listen to the podcast, you should know this was coming. We had Andy Katz on to explain to us that July 1st was the date, and he expected a uh, big sweeping change because all these states had passed legislation, and and surely by July 1st, 
there was going to be a uniform deal. Uh, so it wasn't exactly a surprise. But as you asked me, I am now going to ask you, when when did it sink in that this is the reality, this is the world we live in, that college athletes will now be able to do endorsements, to use their their name and their image and their likeness to make money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was, uh, you know, when when your cherry is popped in the world of NIL, this is when, uh, you know, like you said, the, the old guard loses their mind uh, because they can't believe this day exists. The, the first sign that I saw that it was coming was uh, Trent Frazier, friend of the program, uh, Illinois guard. He had a countdown on his Instagram that was like, uh, you know, <laughs> it was like it started like a day before. And it was like, you know, 24 hours until NIL rights. And he's like, he's like DM me with, you know, any opportunities, you know, I'll do whatever, whatever, you know. So that was when I, you know, first saw, oh, wow, like this is this is really coming. This is really happening. But the name that we talk about in this program, a guy who went back, a Hawkeye at heart, Jordan Bohannon was the mm. first man that I saw. And it was fireworks. It was a firework company. I think it was boom fireworks. He's going to go there. He's going to sign autographs. He's going to sell fireworks. And uh, I think we we talked about a lot of different, you know, car dealerships and the usual mm. suspects. But the fact that it was Jordan Bohannon, who's like a six-year senior for Iowa, and it was a fireworks company, and uh, that was the, that was the first sign for me. Uh, did, did you what a was your senior? Thought- a six-year senior at Iowa <laughs> signing on with the fireworks company is. Boy, that is perfect. That checks all the boxes. It is so it? good. It, and that's when I knew that we were in a new era. And uh, instead of being upset, like maybe the old guard is, I laughed. I cackled, I should say, yeah. uh, when I read that. And uh, shout out to Boom Fireworks. Shout out to Jordan Bohannon. And shout out to NIL. Because this is this is content, Titus. That's what I think oh I realized God, in that so moment. Good. That this, yeah. this is so much content. So much good content. I think my moment uh, when I realized that this was uh, bizarre was the word I used initially. I don't know if that's fair to, to, but that's the word that comes to mind. That it's like, oh, this is the, the reality is actually shifting. This is changing. Yeah, this is going, jarring, jarring. Yeah. yeah, like oh my god, we've spent so much time. Uh, you know, if if an, if a college athlete drives too nice of a car, we all freak out and get on. Yeah forums and talk about what he's getting paid and where he's living and all that. And now it's like in your face that the athletes are like, I endorse this. And it's like, Whoa, that's, this is, this feels weird, but I, I like it, but it's weird. Whatever. Uh, the one that stood out to me was keeping it in the big 10, by the way, I don't know what this means that you, you threw out two big mm. 10. Mine is a big 10 example is the quarterback of Wisconsin. Graham Mertz is his name, right? He, he just yes. tweeted some video uh, where a logo pops up at the end. And that was like a, a, I guess his way of announcing that I have a logo, which I saw like the Oklahoma, <laughs> the Oklahoma quarterback has a logo as well. And uh, I think that was what I realized we're living in bizarro times that uh, again, I can't think of any other way to describe it than that. But uh, I, I th- that's when it hit me that like all, all of these logos started trickling in every single one of them, every single logo that exists yeah, for, for athletes now is their initials somehow put together that looks like a yes, like a graphic design project from like sophomore year of high school someone put together. Um, I blame Tiger Woods for this, by the way. The TW, it yeah. does feel like everyone has tried to jump on that bandwagon forever. It's it's, it's so bad, but I, I the, the Wisconsin kid, I, I didn't even remember who he was. I thought like Jack Cohn was the quarterback of Wisconsin. I guess he's not. It's Graham Merce. <laughs> and the guy's like, here's my logo. Be sure to to get it on a hat or so. I don't I don't know what, but that was the point. It was like. I, I, I became so excited for this because I realized that this is this is going to be the norm for at least a year or two. I don't know how long the, the feeling out process is going to be, but I feel yeah. like it's going to be at least a year or two of the, the companies themselves trying to figure out like what gets a return on investment, whatever. The players trying to figure out like, like 
it, it, is there a concept of being overexposed? Not to these guys right now. No, They're, the no. answer is very much no. no. So they are not like <laughs> picking and choosing what their brand should be. They're just like, give me everything. I'm signing up for yes. everything. And DM uh, me. That, that's that what I, much- <laughs> when I saw Graham Mertz had a logo, it hit me. I was like, oh my God, like everybody's going to have everything. And this is going to be the wild west. And it's going to be so good for content. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, Spencer, Spencer Rattler, you know, it makes sense that he would probably have a logo, right? He's a Heisman Trophy guy. Uh, you know, he's going to be talked about during this entire offseason. So I kind of let him, I was like, okay, you're branding yourself Spencer Rattler. Great name. You know what I mean? It all checks out. Mm-hmm. But my favorite was Bo Nix, uh, the quarterback of Auburn, uh, who, who signs with Milo's Sweet Tea. Uh, and he basically is like Ricky Bobby in this ad. He's like, if you don't drink Milo's, I'm gonna kick your ass. Uh, you know what I mean? This is like, this this is the energy that I was hoping to see from NIL and you know, the Auburn quarterback, like already being on it, already being on top of it for it to be sweet tea. Uh, that's really solid too. I've seen a Carolina football player came out. Um, he's signed with a gaming company. I mean, there's such a variety of brands. I think that's what I'm so excited about because how how much of it do you think is uh, these brands j- just? It's less about like the the actual sponsorship and uh, that they believe that this player will will get them this Move many the eyeballs, needle. and it's more yeah. about like this moment in time that like if we yes. can, you know, if we can steal a headline because we're a fireworks company and we're one of the first name image likeness deals out there, maybe that's worth more than like actually Jordan Bohan, like fast forward six months, Jordan Bohan and doing commercials for this fireworks company probably isn't making them any money. But right now, this mm-hmm. moment in time, we're talking about it. People are like, oh my yes. God, this is crazy. Yes. That's what I wonder how many of these deals were that. We're like, let's just get our money back on July 1st and we announce it and everyone laughs at how ridiculous this is that we're doing this. I mean, and talk about a great time for a fireworks company. It's July 4th coming up. You know what yeah, I mean? It's true. It's just, yeah. <laughs> they, they hit the nail on the head. So shout out to the fireworks, uh, the the whole market. That was a nice market. Jordan Bohan, right every time he hits a three, he's gonna like turn to the camera and go boom. Yeah, and then <laughs> they have like a graphic, like a firework shooting out at the top. Yeah, this is gonna be that. That's kind of the other fun part of this is the like, what does it look like in season, right? Because we we joked yeah. about the idea of a guy telling his coach that he can't make practice because he has to go shoot this fireworks commercial or, you know, Milo Sweet Tea is, is saying, I have to go do a signing this afternoon. Like, what is that all going to look like? How are those stories going to roll out? And the best part about it is that you and I, this is our job to cover it. So we're going to spend yeah. a lot of time laughing and, uh, you know, like I said, cackling and how ridiculous right. this is. But we're also happy because it takes the elephant out of the room, right? That, that's that been yes. the, the big knock in college basketball for, for college sports in general for so long. It's like these guys are being misused. These guys are exploited. being mistreated. They're being exploited. Yeah, yep. all, the, all the buzzwords. Literally that, slavery, as we've heard. Yes, yes. <laughs> Million Dollar Slaves. That, that's the book that came yeah. out uh, about the whole industry. So th- the fact that that whole conversation is is at least being addressed in sub, some substantial way. I think that's a W for everybody. It's so good that Jay Billis did a two-minute video where he said it's right. You Whoa. Know? <laughs> Whoa. That's bizarro world. Now that is a bizarro world. Uh, but you're absolutely right, man. Like you, it, we, We've reached a point now. We're hopefully moving forward. Uh, we don't have to feel dirty or scummy or whatever else about it. And, yeah. and I never really have felt that bad, but I'd be lying if I said I've never been in a position where someone has has asked me what I do for a living and I say I talk about college basketball basically and they're like you you do what you like, like yeah that? they're like gross that's yes. gross that's just you know my problem with, and I'm mm-hmm. like I don't know man I, I just try not to think about it and just collect checks I don't know <laughs> <laughs> yes the Dabo Sweeney approach I was like I was like no I go uh, 
my, my whole project. <laughs> no, I'd be like, you know, I, I spent four years as a player, so it's okay. That's, I paid my dues. I'm allowed to profit now. Um, no. So, so hopefully moving forward, like, you know, you don't have those conversations. You don't have, uh, you know, like the, the, the temperature can cool down as they say, uh, yes. you know, all the, the, the discussions around college basketball can be about whether Gonzaga is overrated, not mm. whether the players should be paid. Right. Like yes. that's what we want. That's, that's the fun part. I hate, I hate, I have absolutely hated this job. Um, the, the FBI stuff initially was a ton of fun. Uh, but then it got it got a little bogged down with like like the the uh, yeah. having to the read Yahoo all the boys. Yahoo boys yeah. like having to read all their journalism <laughs> and like suss throughout like law shit like that's too much for me I don't want to do that I don't want to read through the NCA bylaws I don't want to you know like it it just all got and then COVID happens and like suddenly yeah. we're talking about protocols with if this guy tests positive does that mean that how many games should I get, get yes. back to is Gonzaga overrated or not? Let's mm-hmm. argue about it. That's mm-hmm. what, that's why we watch yes. college. Basketball. And is it okay? If Burt's bees is sponsoring two guys on opposing teams that are rivals, yes. you know what I mean? Yes. Like these are the conversations that we're going to talk this about in the fun. NIL world. Yeah, this is fun. <laughs> this is what we want. This is all we've ever wanted. Uh, and we're excited about it. So yeah, I mean, we've kind of touched on a few of the pitfalls, which uh, I, I think that's why we're so excited about this is that, this is not going to go smoothly for a lot of people. They're going to be, you can already tell that there are for all the, the exploiting college athletes that's, that's gone on for a hundred plus years. It's not going to stop today. I'm not here to tell you that. In fact, it, it might be worse. It's just going to be a different form of, of exploiting. Um, and, the players themselves are going to make money. So it's not going to feel as like in your face dirty about it, but the exploitation is going to continue Tate, And I, I am semi worried about the pitfalls, but having said that, as I've, as I've been consistent this entire time, we've been talking about all this stuff. Um, it's not the NCAA's place. It's not my place. It's not your place. It's, yeah. it's none of our places to, to coddle the players and say like, you know, we can't pay you because then, xyz might happen and that would be bad so we're going to go ahead and not pay no 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 if, if they want to like forget to file taxes that's on them you know if they yeah. <laughs> if 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 they want to if this like blows up a locker room dynamic because one guy's driving a, a maserati and the other guy's got his brother's hand-me-down beater because he no one wants to pay him anything yeah that's that's for them to sort out that's not yeah. like on the ncaa to, like there it, will be not, pitfalls it's not, yeah it's not yeah. a macro decision or like right. a, like like it has to all be handled individually which seems it seems to make sense. And I saw someone say this. I can't remember who it was, so I apologize. But they said if TikTokers, if these TikTokers can file taxes and pay money and get these sponsorship deals, you know what I mean? Like you've you've listened to these people talk, right? Yeah. Like they're they're yes. they're they're not going to change the world with their opinions or their brains. But you know, our college athletes are at higher, you know, educations and, and schools that are going to be able to facilitate these situations. And you and I even talked about building in an infrastructure where these guys have maybe some sort of school or whatever accountant that's like telling them, hey, yeah. if you're taking a $20,000 deal in the state of California, you're only going to get 8,000 of that, you know, yeah. and yes. and this means this and da, 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 da. So here's an offshore bank account that I set up. <laughs> yes. So now we're going to say you live in Puerto Rico. So okay? We created LLC. <laughs> we, uh, we set it up in Delaware because they're filing fees or something. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it teaches you a lot about business, right? Then you're like yeah. looking around and you're like, man, this is wild. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh, you, I'm going to go ahead and undermine the point you just made about like, if the TikTokers could figure it out, surely college athletes could. Uh, when I was, when I was at Ohio state, as some of our listeners 
might remember uh i sold t-shirts club yes. t-shirts that i think you could still buy at homage now mm. um so i could not profit off of that uh back in the day i i donated all the money to a kid again a great charity in in yes. ohio and they've now expanded to, to indiana great great charity does a lot of great work for i'll plug them real quick a lot of great work for six kids um Love a kid again, but I donated all the money to kid again. When when my playing career was over, I I went to a kid again. I was like, listen, man, we've I've raised a ton of money for you guys. They were very very pleased with how it all went. They still like kiss my feet and treat me like a saint. And I was like, I cannot stress enough. I donated this money because I had to. But I mm-hmm. I appreciate that you think I'm a good person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So when when my playing career ended, I go to a kid again and I say, uh, hey, give me my I, money back. Can I have some money? <laughs> like. And they're like, we already gave it to the kids. Yes. So I went to these sick kids' houses. I banged on the door. I took away their Christmas presents. And I said, that's mine. No. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I worked hard for this. No, uh, I, I I started, once my playing career was over, uh, I did like a 50-50 split, I believe, where like I would, the yeah. checks would come from homage for the tea, like because people were still buying t-shirts or whatever. And I, I started getting some of the money now. I gave, I still gave some to yeah. kid again, but I was like, I could use some of this money. I have no job. I, I've been paying my way through school. Like, can I get a little bit of this? It all worked out. Long story short, Tate, uh, f- th- that was when, when was that? That was in March between March and, uh, oh, this, so, so a full year goes by, come, come back around from March to December, whatever I'm collecting these checks as I've graduated, whatever, uh, fat, I, I still don't really have a job by the way. Uh, fast forward to tax season next year. Um, it is like April 14th. And my dad mentioned something about me filing taxes. And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, you, have you filed for all the checks you got? And I was like, I don't have a job. Filing taxes is for people who have a job. Mm-hmm. I don't have a job. Dad, are you not getting taxes. this? You know? <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh, a book, Dad. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> and uh, long story short, I owed like ten to fifteen thousand in back taxes because yeah. I uh, I was taking these checks that were not having taxes taken out. And boy, did I learn it! And and I tell you what, Tate. Next tax season came around. I knew the tax code like the back of my hand. I read every I single say. word on that <laughs> shit. Yeah, there's nothing worse everything. than having to pay a lump sum of cash, and you're like, wait, what? Hold up. I, I could teach a class <laughs> on tax brackets and how taxes work in this country because of that. But uh you hear this Ohio State? This is your you guy. Go. Yeah. There you go. So you have in. me have me uh teach the kids taxes. But yeah, I I I definitely went through that and there's it's definitely gonna happen to someone else. <laughs> it's definitely gonna happen to someone else where it never crosses their mind that the money they're getting from their TikTok or whatever they're making, whatever college athlete is making a you know their firework company that you should probably pay taxes on this. But again, that's not our position to say like, let's yeah. not pay them because that might be a problem. Let them figure it out on their own. They'll, they'll owe a lot of money. You're one, but can you imagine, can you imagine year three, you're like a uh, preseason all American. And then the story comes out that they're getting charged with tax evasion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like Elio Castronovas, you know, and he got in trouble. Like, but these are not pro athletes, and we're all just talking about coaches, an Ohio State player. And it's coaches yeah. are like not renewing scholarships, <laughs> and they're entering guys in the transfer portal for them because they don't want the heat that comes with the tax. <laughs> the IRS is, is the new FBI. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Let's oh, hope not, dude. It's so good. It's so good. I'm 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 excited about it. It is. Uh, you know, I think. Uh, I'm glad the NCAA finally finally came out and did this because I think uh, we should make that point. Like the the way we got here in the end is the NCAA finally at long last said we'll allow this. And for yes. those who I, I've made this point a million times on the show, but I'll make it a million and one. 
Um, the reason the NCAA did not do this earlier is because like, maybe this is a horrible analogy, but this is one that comes to mind is you remember the dude that got his arm stuck in the, uh, the when he was hiking the, the yeah, 127 hours. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I think the NCAA was that guy and they, they knew <laughs> their arm was stuck up against a rock and they knew they had to cut it off, but it goes were, against every yeah. instinct you have to cut off your own arm. You know, yes. like they knew that, like, once I do this, there's no going back. And this mm-hmm. fundamentally changes who I am. And, 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 you know, this, it's done. But also, if I don't do this, I'm probably going to die. Yes. <laughs> and yes. NC State is going to secede and start their own thing. <laughs> um, so we probably have to do this. And I think that's what ultimately happens. They cut off their arm. But like the reason the NCAA didn't do this before is because, as, as I've said, the NCAA exists for two reasons, Tate. It was, to preserve amateurism, to crown national champions. Now that the amateurism is out the window, do we need the NCAA? Do we need them at all? Can, can we yeah. not? Can we just crown our own national champion? College football figures it out. I, w- I would like to make that point as well. That the Division One, uh, uh, Division One A, the F, the whatever the hell you call it, the, the, FBS, the, whatever. Yes, yeah. FCS fans got mad at me the last time I made this point because I didn't include them in Division One. But the top level of college football in this country. Uh, the, the, the national champion is technically not an NCAA champion because the NCAA has nothing to do with that, with the football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So my, my point is if, if they can, if they can stay out of the most profitable college sport we have, why do we need them for any other college sport at this point? Yeah. If there's no longer amateurism. There's, you know what I mean? And, and it used to be like the, the first arm. So the NCAA, we're going to use your analogy. They now have no arms. So the first time, the first time they cut their arms off uh, or the first arm, let's say their right arm, that was in 1984, as Jay Bill has pointed out. And that was because, you know, the board of regents and the NCAA, basically they, the member schools were, they, every decision was made by the NCAA. The, the member schools could not independently make their own deals. They could not do merchandise deals. They could mm-hmm. not do television deals. And then they took that into the Supreme Court and then it gets knocked out. So then all the member schools were able to make this money. So it's already happened in 1984. So now this is the players getting the same freedoms that the schools got from the NCAA. So now the NCAA has no arms, They're running uh, out of they, limbs. <laughs> but they can run. They can run. They're going to run. They're going to run. We know they're going to run. So to give the full context, you know, now they, both sides of the equation, they're pretty much taken out of. And I think they're looking around, like you said, and and slowly but surely the schools and the players, as they have more and more of these specific issues build up where they're dealing with this situation and that situation. And the NCAA does nothing but cause problems and and put more enforcement and more rules and, you know, more Mm -hmm. mandates and all this stuff. They're all going to look around and say, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And then they start chanting SEC, EDE, and we, we move on from there. So, the NCAA is walking a fine line right now where they're trying to make sure that people remember, Hey, this is us. We did this. this. What we do. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? You're welcome. Make yeah. sure you remember this kiss the ring. Make sure you understand what's going on here. And it is going to be fascinating because the Jay Billis of the worlds and you know, the Yahoo boys and all the Jays out there, you know, like you and I, we're, we're going to keep pointing these things out and we're going to keep asking like, what do you do here? You know, we're going to be the Bobs in office space. We're going to sit down with the NCAA and we're going to say, what do you do here? And they're going to say, well, we hold this tournament. And they're like, well, can't we just yeah. hold it ourselves? Yeah. And- why do we need you? <laughs> what, what, what is your purpose? And that'll be fascinating. Yeah. That'll be fascinating. I, I like the idea of big J's like Jay Billis and little J's like Jay Williams. I like, <laughs> I don't know if you meant to do it. You're like, 
<laughs> you said Big J, and I was like, yeah, yeah that, that's that's Billis. <laughs> yeah, Bill J is more. <laughs> man, it makes it like, yeah, that would be great. That would be great if they had a little TV show together, Big J, Little J. Uh, uh, what what does this mean for compliance officers? I was I was thinking mm. about that as well. That like it, all these schools have, and and I know this well because when I when I set on my T-shirt deal, I met with every single person that had anything to do with compliance at Ohio State. There was a thousand of them. I had to to talk to every single one of them, run it by every single one of them. They all, it was, it was the most red tape bureaucratic system in the world where they all send me to the other guy. And then the other guy sends me back to the first guy. And uh, I, I, I remember thinking this is, this is way too much. We, we, we don't need all of this. What happens to those people though? Do, do they, do we, do we need them anymore? No, but <laughs> they, they have to, <laughs> this is what you do in the business. You have to make a pivot, right? And I think if you're those guys, your compliance is now, you know, marketing officer or mm. like, you know, brand, uh, you know, officer. Making or, sure the players aren't doing like porn deals or something. Yes, yes. Like yeah. you, you, but you're also maybe like a third party in these negotiations so that the players, if they don't have representation, which I'm, I'm really hoping that, these kids are able to get proper representation and have these right, the, 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 like a pure business transaction, because there's a chance that some seediness could occur. So at least if you had a third oh, a party, chance, that's what I'm saying, I dude, mean, I think, yeah. I think this is going to be <laughs> just as, this is going to be just as exploitative. It's just so like compliance not, officers get yeah. in those meetings. Right. And, and yeah. or, or maybe, maybe you don't have to be in all the meetings because that might be too intrusive, but you're just at least up to speed on what's going on. You, there's some sort of, you know, you have to make sure that it gets approval at the higher level um, from the school. I just saw Armando Baycott of North Carolina, the first North Carolina basketball player. He got a deal with Jimmy Seafood. So now we have seafood uh, into the mix in the NIL world. Mm -hmm. So we're we're adding more industries uh, by the day. Um, and it, it, it's just... But I think I've, even even the compliance... So I guess let's flesh that out, like these compliance guys, because I, I, I do think there's going to be a need for... Um, you know, I, I want to, I, I, I'm back. It's 2010. I'm back. I'm a walk on. I got my blog. I'm a huge jackass on the end of the Ohio state bench. And, uh, I decided it'd be funny as a bit for me to do a fleshlight ad and for me mm. to make a video where I'm like, hi, I'm Mark Titus. And I use a fleshlight, you know? And uh, Ohio State would obviously not love that if I did that, right? And, and I would love to so. see Thad Mata's face when, yes. when he has sent the video of you saying that. Yeah. So uh, Ohio State would obviously not love that. I would that would I would be told I can't do that, and that would make a lot of sense. And I don't think anybody would run to my defense and say why can't he do this. But Tate, let's say mm. it is Jimmy Seafood, and I love Jimmy Seafood. But, I love Jimmy uh, Seafood. Johnny Seafood is. Oh the, no, I hate the, Johnny's. Johnny's <laughs> is the main sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. They put their big banner behind the, the backboard. The 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 final. This, this this is a good. This is good. Yes. The one the the bonus when when another team goes in the bonus, mm. it's the bonus brought to you by Johnny Seafood. Uh, whatever it is, and I want to do a do a deal with Jimmy's because after every single game that I played Ohio State, me and my family, we go to Jimmy's and Jimmy takes care of us. Jimmy yep. hooks it up. I love yep. Jimmy. I've yeah. always loved Jimmy. Mm -hmm. um, so now I want to do a deal with Jimmy and Ohio state's going to come to me and say, you can't do that. I think that story becomes that. Like, I think that's where people are going to get up in arms and people are going to lose their mind. And be like, Why can't the kid, and you know what I mean? That is going, you're that, that's a great, great point. And it's also like, you know, if Hyundai is your sponsor and then you have a Nissan deal, you know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of, I mean, are, are we going to map this out where there's exclusivity 
to certain brands where like you can't touch that. Like if you have a Bojangles deal, you can't do a Zaxby's deal. Yeah. Because uh, they, they kind of have this issue. Um, it would be hilarious to me as I think about this new world. College basketball is so different now. I like the idea of a player not being able to do a certain sponsorship and then entering the transfer portal. And that'd be the reason, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that, that's where we could be living in. I want to see a player do an ad for the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> What is this? No wonder Roy Williams, <laughs> Coach K. Roy Williams, like I'm out, <laughs> dude. For real, like, like, because the schools are definitely going to tell guys no on deals that are are just protecting their own interests, and yes. that makes sense for the schools to do that. But also, do they have a right to do that? And I guess they do because then, you know, there's probably they're like the players are going to have to sign some sort of agreement to like play at the school, and like these are the 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 name, image, likeness deals that we allow here at the school, but. I do feel like the public, is that going to be enough? Are we going to be back at square one in, in five years when people are up in arms that like kids can't, they don't have full rights like they should. Um, and and again, I, I think I've made this point on the show before that the NBA has a similar situation where it's like NBA players, as much as you might not believe this, but NBA players cannot just endorse whatever they want. They, yes. they, they, they There are certain rules within like what they are allowed to endorse and how they are allowed to endorse it. And the way that they come to those agreements is the NBA Players Union yes. makes these agreements with the, and the owners. And, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they do the tug of war and they, they hash it out and then they all sign the piece of paper and, and it's done. There is no players union in college sports. There's, mm-hmm. there, there will not be a players union in college sports, probably. I don't know. Maybe there will. Maybe that's going to be the ultimate solution to this is like there's got to be some sort of union. Um, but I, uh, it, it's going to be fascinating because I think each of these deals is going to be play the, the player themselves with the school themselves you're gonna have to weigh like how much it matters because on the one hand say i mean zion williamson is the guy that everyone chooses to use for these discussions um I'm, I, I i think he just checks a lot of the your, your face is like why i don't, I don't uh, yeah that. i mean it, no, it's just one of those things where like but, I, I mean i love zion to death but like we, we have better probably example like zion, even, well, give me give me a player to use as a hypothetical other than zion I mean, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, okay, Tim, Cam, uh, yeah. Cam Newton, whatever. Cam, Cam yeah. Newton. Um, if, if if someone of Cam Newton's caliber wants to do a Jimmy Seafood when the school has an ad with Johnny Seafood, on the one hand, mm. Auburn wants to keep Cam Newton happy, so they're not going to tell him no per se. On the other hand, the 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 seafood company that's paying Auburn is going to be pissed off at the guy who's the face of Auburn. Yep. So you have to find like the level of you know what I mean. Like maybe maybe like a guy on on my level, no one cares what I do because they're like, mm-hmm. no one's really paying attention anyway. Like go go sell your Hyundai cars for a Toyota <laughs> company. We don't give a shit. But you know you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, hundred percent. And, uh, and who is like you said? The schools have lawyers and legal teams and. And people that are definitely representing their best interests. And these are 18-year-old, the 23-year-old, and sometimes Perry Ellis, 40-year-old kids that are in school and, yeah. and and that don't have someone necessarily representing their interests. And to get someone to represent their interests, they're gonna have to give up 10 to 15% of what they make. Yeah. Which yeah. is also not a flattering idea to most of these kids that are getting. Yes. I mean, these these aren't mega million dollar deals. These are twenty thousand, fifteen thousand, ten thousand. What if Jordan I mean, Bohan made $4 million for <laughs> I would tell you that fireworks must be a booming industry in Iowa. I, I had no idea. It checks out.
Oh, oh my God. But, but to that point, um, it, that, that's another pitfall, I guess, another thing to watch, another thing that's going to be interesting. Uh, and, and again, I want to reiterate, I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm just, saying no, we're just like, saying these are the, we're, we're these pointing are the out the changes that are going to come out. We're pointing out, yeah. out as the, the, the world is turning, this is, these are the changes that are happening. Um, the, the relationship between the players and the coaches and the schools and, and all of that has always been, uh, at least on the surface, Tate, like a familial one. It has been, yes. I, am, I am the father figure as the head coach coming to my family. John Calipari literally calls his program La Familia. Uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> you can be one of my many sons. You can be one of my kids. You may one day become one of my guys, <laughs> but coming to my family, we are all together. Like yes. at, at, once you sign on the dotted line to play at Kentucky, you are yeah. in the family. We will take care of you, whatever. And I'm curious moving forward, if the relationship will now be like a transactional business one where you're not the family, you are your own entity. I am my own entity as a, as a school, as a coach, whatever, as a program, we are just at an agreement that like, if for this moment in time, when we have this contract where you're going to play here, it's not fully professional. We're not paying you a salary or whatever, but I mean, you have an agent. I have an agent. Yes. <laughs> the schools have lawyers. Like, yes. you know, you still, it, it feels, it feels a little bit like a prenup almost like mm-hmm. we, we still love each other. We want to get married, but at the same time, like, we know that this could end badly and we want to yes. make sure we get ahead of it. And yeah. we're all sitting in the same, like, we really <laughs> love each other, but also like, we can't just the two of us hash this out, so yeah. which that's why we have eight other people in the room to like discuss it, what this it does. It does feel like a lot of conversations where the coach like comes up afterwards and goes, just so you know, this is business. This is not this, personal. This is not, I yeah. love you. I love you and your mom, you know? But right. we, we, this is just what we got to do. And yeah, I mean, it definitely changes the dynamics of the whole situation. And to, to, to get in the minutia of the whole thing, schools cannot pay the kids, right? I've seen a lot of people talking about, you know, the schools are finally paying these kids. Like amateurism is, I guess, whatever. They're, they're it's able got to no keep, arms, Tate, but it's yeah, still yeah, alive. Yeah, it's still alive, right? So the it cut off both of its arms, but it's but still it, kicking. But the bag, the bag is the question, right? So how... You know, how does Dominique Wilkins get his two hundred fifty thousand dollars from Georgia? You know what I mean? In in this new world, right? How does that work? And and it used to go through boosters. It used to go through the church. It used to go through these things. But now, I think with the way that things are set up, and we know that we can use different companies to then, you know what I mean, pay these certain kids. So if you have, if you're a school, and this is all hypothetical, let's say you're a school like Auburn and you have a relationship with a law This is all firm. hypothetical. All hypothetical. But if, hypothetically, and, let's pick but, Auburn. But hypothetically, <laughs> it's Auburn. And and you have a law firm in the city of downtown Auburn and you know you have a great close relationship with them and let's say you make a, a gift, a donation to that place of $250,000 and then all of a sudden future five-star recruit is promised that he is going to get $250,000 to do this you know, long-term sponsorship deal for that law firm. There could be some indirect ways that schools are still paying these players. And for a lot of people, they're like, well, that's always been the case. Yes, but it's going to be more formalized now. It's not going to be the bag dropping and the the suitcase dropping and and all the BS that we've seen before. And I find that fascinating, too, because you're going to be able to kind of connect the dots on some of these where it's like, oh, 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 yeah, Yeah. I see what happened here, Uh, you know. Sup Dogs does not have a million dollars, but somehow they have it to give to our top player. Oh, that's cool, man! This, this, it's gonna this be hilarious. Gonna be, it's gonna yeah. be absolutely hilarious. It is gonna be. It already is. 
<laughs> it's already, uh, what, what are your thoughts on um, reinstating things? Because I, I, that's been a huge discussion mm. so far out of the gate that Reggie Bush should get his Heisman back. Chris yeah. Weber wants the banner that, uh, the the what, what banner did Michigan win? The Final Four banner, I guess, because I don't remember I, I, Michigan I, yeah, ever winning I, I, anything. I, I with, when I saw that, I'm like, who? What is he talking? What banner is he talking about? Yeah, the, yes. Isn't the banner the Duke in North Carolina had those banners? If it, I mean, I guess he could take Are, them from there. The, the, they never won the Big Ten. They never won a national title. I understand what banners we're talking about here, but yeah, reinstate. Maybe there's those. a banner somewhere that says we were the first team to wear baggy shorts, and then the <laughs> Illinois, the flying line there, like, no, you weren't. We invented the name Jalen <laughs> and black socks. Hang the banner. Oh, uh, but what what are your thoughts on that? Where do you land on that? Of of now that this stuff is legal, now that uh you know the 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 crimes that these guys the quote unquote crimes. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say. I mean, crime. Cri- the the fact that it got you know Reggie Reggie Bush staying in a nice house and driving a nice car and these things. I mean, uh, I of course give it to him. I I don't. I never agreed with taking it away in yeah. the first place you know what i mean it's so stupid i'm i'm it's kind of like louisville and i know a lot of people get upset about this because they're like well they they cheated and they shouldn't be national champions but guess what they played the games and they won it i Wait, like, okay so i i've already I, seen it i've already I, reggie bush i watched him win the heisman so like you can tell me that you took it away and that it doesn't count and there's an asterisk but there's still at the bottom of every graphic it says in parentheses it reggie bush they, heisman's yeah. not here you know what i mean so like we still acknowledge that it exists so uh, I guess so I guess formality. I guess that maybe maybe this is where we disagree because I think that that uh, that is enough then that um, so first of all I th- I think Reggie Bush should get his Heisman back for that for yes. that specific case because it's an individual award Reggie Bush taking money living in a nice house driving a car did not make him better at football um, no if, if he was taking steroids or something I think that's exactly a yeah exactly that, that makes him which I think I do land on that that the guys that took steroids in baseball shouldn't be in the hall of fame because yeah like, I mean it was a competitive advantage yeah, at some level it made you yes. better but to that point uh paying players is a competitive advantage mm-hmm. for teams you know yeah. so I think like like what else can you like there has to be some sort of system in place where if you're one team is cheating because as much as you want to say like give Louisville their 2013 title bag or, or not even Louisville like whatever pick a school that had something taken away, Michigan, Michigan's uh, whatever banners it is that they won. Um, Michigan by constructing their, by paying their players and constructing their team in that manner, it gave them an advantage that maybe like Northwestern is looking around. They're like, we did it the right way though. Like we, if we would have known that we could have done that, we would have done it that way. And we would have lost in the national championship too. Mm -hmm. Like we could have totally, you know, so I, I do think if you're the NCAA, you had to do something what can you really do? Cause like you said, it already happened. Everybody already saw that it happened. So I guess they're just like vacated. They didn't like, it's not like you can take away the memory, but to that point, like if you're, if you're one of these guys, if you're Chris Weber, if you're, uh, 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 I don't know the, the 99 Ohio state team had, had their final four taken away. If you're, yeah. uh, any team that's had some taken away, you, you still experienced it. Everyone remembers it. Everyone, Luke Hancock is still a legend to people. Of Louisville. He's still a name yep. that we'll throw around on our show. And, and your, your legacy is fine in that regard. So I don't know. I, I, the, I don't know where only- I, I think, I think team <laughs> stuff, I say, don't reinstate. I think all the individual awards that people lost uh, for, for taking money, reinstate, reinstate. I, give yeah, back. I, I say reinstate everything except Jim Bayheim's wins. That is the only thing that I refuse to get back. Uh, everything else reinstate, but Jim Beheim does not get those wins. That is the only thing that I that I have any sort of stickling point in. Uh, you know, the rest I'm okay with. Um, if, if we're reinstated, like 
So if we're, if we're reinstating things that are now legal, <laughs> I mean, think about the butterfly effect here. That means we have to reinstate Kelvin Sampson's phone calls. Yes. So, so he's the, he's the head coach at Indiana. He's back at Indiana. It. Dan Dockage era of Indiana never happened. Daniel yep. Moore never got minutes at IU. They never went six yep. and 25. Tom yep. Crean was never hired. We have to erase mm-hmm. that from our memories. Vacate that. Yep. Yeah. True. <laughs> Take True. it all away. <laughs> Get rid of it. That's all I'm saying. Get rid of it. I don't it. know. It's, it's, it's a tough one, man. I, I think Reggie Bush is pretty straightforward, though. I mean, that, that's one that's like, just just give him his Heisman. Does he literally not have his Heisman, by the way? No, he doesn't have the physical like the, trophy. The physical itself. trophy was literally yeah. taken from him? Yes, that is think- so hilarious. <laughs> like, in a bat, like, it, it sucks, but it's like so blatantly stupid that, like, they, the, t- t- take his name off the list and the, yeah. the Heisman can, house can, that can Heisman, you, whatever. Can, yeah, can you imagine the day that they came to his house to take the Heisman? They're like, Reggie, where is it? And he's like, hit it somewhere. <laughs> it's like, I will never tell you. What the hell? <laughs> they're scribbing. Yeah, they're trying to find it. Uh, yeah, you can't let uh, the guy still have his trophy, but like, just not invite him back to things or like not not honor it. Well, for, like, what the hell? I think the big thing that I like for the disassociations from schools, like uh, you know Todd Gurley for signing autographs, right there. There, I think I don't know how long it lasted, but like Georgia had to disassociate from Todd Gurley and yeah. act like he never played there. He couldn't go back. Robert Quinn, who played for North Carolina so because stupid. of the academic scandal, he had to disassociate. When he was on Sunday Night Football, even though he loves North Carolina, he couldn't say he played at North Carolina. You know what I mean? So, like, that stuff, you talk about, you get rid of that, right? Absolutely Robert, insane. Yeah. Robert Quinn got a watch. Todd Gurley signed autographs, which now is obviously very, very legal. A watch company could give Robert Quinn that watch. I mean, those types of decisions that were made by the NCAA, get rid of that. You know, was it Des Bryant something too? Like, like yeah, he, I think so. When he was in college, he had, there's so uh, many of those. Autographs. Like, even is Terrell Pryor? Did that happen to him? Did he get disassociated from Ohio State? Oh, like, that's a great question. Yeah, I, like I don't know but, if like, it's official, rid of but yeah, like he kind of he definitely had a stink around him where like they wouldn't. I, yeah, I don't know if it was stupid. official or unofficial, but he was definitely disassociated. Reggie Bush should be able to go to USC football games and have people cheer for him and say, like, man, Reggie Bush and Lindell White, what an era. What a time. Yeah. Look at these highlights. Instead of being like, we don't know him and he never played here. And also, he never won the Heisman. I take like, it that's back. ridiculous. Now that, you, now that you mentioned Terrell Pryor and I, I start thinking about the tattoos, um, I, I I take it back. They should You shouldn't have to vacate that. Put Give... <laughs> give, give it back. Give, give, give Ohio State only back. because uh, Michigan beat Ohio State the first year when when uh, mm. uh, Fickle was the the interim coach. Braxton Miller is a true freshman quarterback. That yeah. was the last time Michigan beat Ohio State. That shouldn't count because if we reinstate, was that Brady Hoke? Was that Brady Hoke at Michigan? It had to have been right. It had to have been like it was uh, Denard Robinson. Yeah, yeah because yeah. that was the year they won the Sugar Bowl. It was like Michigan's I, best team that they've they've had I in was, a long I time. Was at, I was at that Sugar Bowl game, yeah. and I was pulling so hard against Virginia Tech because you know coastal rivalries they they go for life. So that that Michigan football, you need me back. That was the last time I was at that game. <laughs> Not well, to will on it, but I was at that game. Well, there you go. If we reinstate the the stuff, the butterfly effect is that Ohio State would have actually won that game because Jim oh. Russell would still be coaching, and we would nice. have had. We would and then we would have both been in that game. Yeah, and the Ohio State would have beat Michigan. Michigan would not mm. have been in the Sugar Bowl. So so. Give Ohio State <laughs> the Sugar Bowl. Try, the Sugar Bowl. Yes, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> but also Perfect. keep. But also keep all the Fab Five banners down. Yeah. How do we yes. do that? How yes. Do we, yes. And no, my unbiased and, opinion. And that's what I think wins. should happen. Those are the things. <laughs> like, maybe we make a list of what we're willing to reinstate <laughs> and what we're willing to never. 
<laughs> Never I feel give like a uh, it should be like a uh, you know when you're playing like uh, your career mode on like Road to the Show or yes. one of these yeah. sports video games, <laughs> and you get an allocated uh, number of uh, of points, skill points. Yeah. And you do want to use it on speed, on street, yeah. you know whatever. Yes, like we we should do that. We we get like an allocated <laughs> number of like things we can reinstate and wins and we, we go, can reinstate. We're like, sorry. all right, we'll give. We'll give Bayheim a win and a half. Um, yeah. We'll get back here. We'll give Minnesota back the ninety-seven, uh, mm-hmm. the ninety-seven banner. Okay, so let's see here. Um, I mean, speaking of Fat things, five, reinst- sorry, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Re- reinstate NCAA football. Reinstate yes. NCAA basketball. Make the games and make the games with the names of the players, so that you and I can play NCAA basketball mm-hmm. and simulate games before they happen. And then we can dude. act like that's what should have happened, right? Dude, because what that, happens in the real game, we're like, that, that should have never happened. Ken Palm is sweating bullets if that yes. comes back. Because yes. we don't need Ken Palm. We just simulate yeah. the games. Yeah. Done. You and I just play each other. Done. I, I'm canceling my non existent Ken Palm subscription on the spot. <laughs> and I'm saying, I don't need you to tell me adjusted efficiency. I can just simulate the games. I can do it myself. I'm pretty sure that the ringer still pays for our Ken Palm. I, I mean, <laughs> shout out to Megan Schuster, but like the account still works. <laughs> <laughs> can i i get aggregated can i tell you why uh yeah, please so do. i tweeted to the world that the school should start selling jerseys of the former stars and uh basically give them a cut um and for a lot of people at home i saw people saying well this already happens texas tech already shows pat mahomes jerseys and yep. you get Kawhi leonard's jerseys well those guys don't get any money from that because the schools own their name, image, likeness rights, mm-hmm. and therefore they are profiting off them after they've already left. You have and a Kawhi Leonard, uh, San Diego yes. I was there and when Kawhi, you bought it. Yeah, and Kawhi Leonard yeah. got zero dollars from that. Yeah, that's why he sat <laughs> out. He's sitting out in protest, right? He's not actually hurt. Yeah, yeah. he, he yeah. heard he was about like, that. He was like, I'm done with San Diego State. But <laughs> I, I think that this NIL era, it's time to go back and bring back the stars of like, you know, the yes. The, the Kenny Andersons, you know, of the world and get them to come to Georgia tech for an event. And you can go there and you can get a real, you know, Russell athletic official 1990s vintage, you know, Kenny Anderson Jersey that he signs on the spot. They're making 70% of the profits there. The school still makes profits. They get 30%. I mean, this is a huge market and a lot of people were, you know, coming, chiming, saying what they were going to, uh, you know, what jerseys they specifically wanted. And I think it brings up this whole thing of, it does feel very NBA, right? Where you have a guy like Spencer Haywood who helped create the modern NBA superstar, but he was making, you know, pennies when he was playing in the NBA. And now, you know, Danilo Gallinari is making like $15 million a year. And Spencer Haywood's like, I would like if you gave me some of that money, please. Cause this would not exist without me. I would like to go back and retroactively pay some of these superstars like Sean Singletary, you know, Ooh, or yeah. Juan Dixon. Should we, should we do this? Because I, I I saw people were having fun yeah, in this, this discussion. <laughs> hey, uh, who, who's an athlete you think would have made a lot of money uh, if, if this would have existed? Uh, what about Tim Tebow? You Ooh. think he would make money? Oh, he would have made yeah. a lot. He would have made uh, Let's see here. Oh, I remember. Uh, you remember Tim Tebow? Oh, he would have made uh, oh, Remember Johnny Manziel? Oh, Johnny Manziel would have made some money. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know, like- you, you, I was thinking about this. <laughs> You know, you remember Allen Iverson? He yeah. probably would have made some money. Mm, um, Ray Allen. Ray Allen would have made money. Oh, he would oh have made God. money. Adam oh Morrison gosh. probably mm-hmm. would have made some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot, Reggie Miller probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know who would have made any money? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, Everybody <laughs> would have made money. Everyone Everyone we get made it. Money. We get it, America. <laughs> Thank you for pointing out that. Like, 
If you were a star, you could have made I, money. I feel like I was losing IQ points to see people on Twitter being like, holy shit, dude, if this system would have existed back in the day, like the yeah. team Cleves could have made a killing at Michigan State off of the, the Flintstone but, era. And it's like, but, no but shit. That's the whole reason we want to put the system in place is all of these. Anybody that played more than like 10 minutes a game would have made a killing. Everybody yes. would have made a killing. Yes. That's the reason we want yes. the system. You would have made a killing. You know I would have I mean? made a killing. Yes. God damn it. Like yes. the re- if, if, if only like four people would have made money, Nobody would really care that much. No one yeah. would cry if if using Zion as an example. I know he's the one that everyone throws out there about how he's exploited. He was not exploited to like mm. like Zion Williamson could have gone and played in Australia. If it was like four people, if it was Zion Williamson, mm. like Trey Young and and DeAndre Ayton, and those are the only three people in the last five years that like would have actually made any sort of money. I don't think people are feeling that sorry for him. I think they're saying, yeah. dude, take your ass to Australia, take your ass to the G League, go go make your money that way. The reason this is a, a crisis and the reason something had to be done is that everybody was would have made money. Everybody. A hundred percent. But not what a lot, I'm, but everybody yeah. would have made money. What I'm saying is if you told me, for example, currently today, that I could buy a Joseph Forte jersey. And yeah. I know that my money is going to Joseph Forte. Yes. That's the difference. You know what I mean? It's like, if I know that I can support Mateen Cleaves by buying a, a newly outfitted Nike Mateen Cleaves jersey where he's getting 70% of the profits, then I will buy and support that. Because I think there's so many fans that at the time knew inherently that these guys deserve something. And then time has passed. Like, if I could give, if I could buy a Caleb Swanigan Purdue jersey, and I know that Caleb Swaddingen is going to get that 70% of those pro- Like, I'm buying it. And then right. you create this whole new market of these guys are incentivized to come back to be associated with your universities, the stars of your time. There's not this animosity between the two. And you know that if you support this product now, they are finally getting a piece of their of, of their talent, of what they provided, yeah. of the Dude, entertainment. Great point. That's you know how I fast want. Rashad McCants is back into sucking off Carolina? Oh, my God. Off his jersey. And I'm buying it. And I'm throwing up the rock. <laughs> Rashad is back, and he's like, I'm a Tar Heel for life, always have been. I love Carolina. Yeah. Yes, yes, 100%. That's a great point because you get all these guys to support. Uh, I saw Ohio State did it this week. My invitation got lost in the mail, and that's okay because I don't check my mail that often, so I'm not I'm not too upset about it. But, well, they think you're still uh, in probably, Ohio. They're like, Mark, probably, we're all this yeah, stuff. It's probably on me, but I saw Ohio State had back. Uh, uh, they invited back a lot of the guys uh, from my era. Um, mm. You know, I'm definitely not heard about it. Uh, and they were they were working out with the team and all that kind of stuff, and and it was a, a La Familia play, Tate. It was a oh, brotherhood yes. play. I it was that. a uh, – Who the was there, ring- Selinger? Uh, Solinger, Evan Turner, John Diebler, Aaron uh, Kraft, D'Angelo Russell, Kata Bates, Diop, Jason uh, Tate. I'm sorry. Um, who else? Wow. I don't that's know. a great, that's a great group of pros. Right yeah, it was, it was, it was, you know, I don't know how Diebler got in there and I didn't, but I'm <laughs> definitely not hurt by that at all. But I think uh, Diebler had probably had something with you not being there. I think yeah, he was like, there will only be yeah. one shooter here. <laughs> they, they, they gave Diebler the invitations to drop in the mail and he was yeah. looking at the stack and he took mine off the top and just chucked yeah. in the trash and then put him in the mail. And then um, winked at Evan Turner. <laughs> but doing those sorts of things, like having those guys back, uh, you're going to get like Daquan Cook is a great example. I Daquan yes. Cook has no, zero animosity towards Ohio State, as far as I know. I have not talked to Daquan in a few years, but uh, as far as I know, Daquan Cook has zero animosity towards Ohio State. Um, and maybe I shouldn't speak for him, but that's my perspective on it. Uh, and and but but at the same time, he also doesn't necessarily have love for Ohio State because. Daquan Cook just kind of, he, he's living life, man. He's just like, he's shit posting on Instagram, like memes that he finds. And like, that's just, it never really crosses his mind to like go back and be invested in the program. You call Daquan Cook and you say, we want to sell your jersey. 
And, and the way you're going to sell more jerseys is you show up at games and you're signing autographs and you're kissing babies. <laughs> Daquan Cook is back. And he's in that pro day. Dude. Bringing his three-point championship trophy. <laughs> his three-point That's contest. what I'm saying. Like, he's like, and, I'm back, bitch. And then all of a sudden, your brand of your school is just shot to the moon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because everyone... There's so much talent. There's so many great players that have great come idea, through all, all these top programs. Let's bring them home. Let's give them money and let's let's celebrate them. Because like the last time we celebrated, we all knew it was a little like you said when you're talking about college. But like there's a little bit of a ooh, don't get too deep in <laughs> yeah, here because yeah. this might be. Yeah, we don't uh, want to talk about that. Yeah, it might yeah, be an awkward like, conversation. Yeah, but yeah. now let's just say, hey, that was effed up. Now let's pay these guys. Yeah, and I'll support. Absolutely. And I know Dude, you don't. Even, you can buy by them. the way, you don't even have to pay me. I just want my jersey made. That'd be so sick. That's that's the other part. <laughs> you can take hundred percent of the money. I don't that's want any. Of it. And, there, and I just want some like, guys. I just want my jersey. Like just the idea of having that made would be unbelievable. Dude, that's literally exactly what BJ Armstrong said to me. He was like, "I don't want any money. I just want my jersey to be made by Iowa." I just want my jersey to be back out sick, there. Dude. Yeah, exactly. I just want to see, see like, my jersey. I just want to see some kid in the Ohio State student student section tripping balls with my jersey on and yes. just like losing his mind, cheering for the Buckeyes. That's all I really want. Just one exactly. time. One time. Exactly. Please. Please. Please, Ohio State, do something. Uh, I had this thought too. Uh, we can, we can wrap this up and, uh, I don't know if there's anything else you want to hit on this, but, um, it, it is another thing that was jarring to me, I guess, uh, again, probably too strong a word. It's not that it's not that serious, but, uh, it just stood out to me is the, the encouragement of, of players. Boy, I, I want to choose my word. I don't, I don't want people, I don't want to sound like an old man. I just want to kind of have a discussion here tape, but, uh, <laughs> guys, guys are basically selling out. There's no other way to, to put it, but like Jordan Bohannon doing a fireworks thing. Yes. Um, it's selling out, but also it's the Wayne's world. It, it is literally, yeah. yes, yes. But, going but full the, the, the discussion I want to have is like how, I, I guess it's cool that we've gotten to a point where I, th- I think selling out is encouraged. You know, yes. like I think like like people are now encouraged to just go get the bag, go get whatever money you can get, go get, you know, and, and I think it's been that way for a while. Like, I, I don't know my generation. I'm older than the guys that are college athletes now. I don't even think we're in the same generation anymore. But uh, I feel like my generation, even selling out isn't really a thing that like it, this is encouraging to me because like I'm seeing guys doing ads for like the shittiest companies out there doing yeah. horrible, having horrible logos, just trying to squeeze every dime they can get out of this. And I say, oh, my God, the public at large encourages this they love this people yes. love this they, they love people getting their 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 bag basically that's the people love it and uh it's crazy to me because when i was growing up i i certainly remember yeah like wayne's world even th- like that that joke existed because like selling out was like the worst thing you could possibly do and i find that fascinating that like the shift has happened where um, there, there's no such thing as selling out anymore. I was going to say, and it used to be this, this idea of being a sellout was so, you know, it was like, I'm, I'm real. I would never do that. I would never be that corporate shill. I would never yeah. be that guy. But with social media and the world we live in today, the clout is all that matters. That's yeah. all these kids care about. I mean, it is, it is the, the clout Olympics and, you know, I mean, that, that comes down to Instagram, Twitter, all this sort of stuff. I mean, and if you're if a candle company is going to pay you twenty five thousand dollars, like you said, it's like I'll I'll wear a big candle outfit. You yeah, know? like there, there's a, that nobody cares. Dude, no, I'm serious. You know? it's, it's like it's, it's encouraging like whatever. Yeah. It's encouraging me because I'm like I'm just gonna uh, why, I'm just gonna do it. I guess like I'm no one's gonna yeah. no one's gonna dunk on me for like just saying yes to. I mean I I, I dipped my toes in it with cameo when I was doing that for a while because I was yeah. like 
whatever, I'll raise some money for the scholarship and we'll see how this goes. And, but it, it sort of felt a little weird to do it, but dude, the hell with it. Let's just sell out, man. Yeah. No, I really I mean, feel the, like, I really feel this like is Gen- the era. If you wanted to be a sellout right now is the time to sell out. For I sure. feel like Gen X was the last generation that really cared about that. Yeah. I, the, maybe this is a, this feels like a Chuck Klosterman conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chuck Klosterman's like, well, the boomers, the boomers were really <laughs> yeah. the ones. When you look at the housing market in 1984, I think one thing that <laughs> once a GI bill was passed, it was uh, it was a <laughs> you're like what? <laughs> and so that's why Jordan Bohannon is selling fireworks. You're like what? Okay. And shout right. out to Chuck Closerman because he's like one of those guys when he gets in those tangents, you actually believe that he's been thinking about this. Yes. You know, there's a lot oh, of people yeah. as they start at these stage, you're like, there's no way this has been on your mind. Oh, when I go on my <laughs> tangents, it's like this is the first time I've ever thought about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Me too. <laughs> but I did uh uh I, I I did actually think about that yesterday as I was seeing people uh all the all the yeah. tweeting going on. That that stood out to me because I was like, man, if it's a fair point. If, when I was growing up, man, like if these guys would have if I don't know, you, you had to like pick and choose your spots because you didn't want to overexpose and whatever, and you had to like that that was part of like the brand build. Yeah. Now the brand build is like just cast a wide net, catch as much as you can in there. And I understand it, dude. And all in all seriousness, there probably is like an argument to be made about like student debt and the the economy at large and the job market and all yeah. that kind of shit that like people yeah. are like, dude, get what squeeze whatever dime you can out of this. But yeah. Um my my favorite, um, my favorite uh, you know, the moment in time where I want to be alert when it happens is when like one of these like, you know, blunt companies, uh, you know, or OCB papers, like one of the like once we get to the line of like like alcohol, you know what I mean? What's these other, like, yeah. once they start getting the market and then there's the, the questions of like, are we sure we want, you know, our starting Dude, point love- guard to be promoting, you know, Hennessy. Yeah. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 19. And at yeah. LSU, at LSU, they're like, we are absolutely sure we would love that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> like LSU starts recruiting on that. They're like, we're the only school in the country that allows alcohol. Uh-huh. <laughs> And tobacco, tobacco. Sales. <laughs> yeah. You imagine that <laughs> Marlboro, <laughs> the guy smoking cigarettes, Brady, Brady Mannix at Carolina. He's got a Marlboro red <laughs> sponsorship. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. Oh man. Fun times ahead. This is going to be oh, so good. Gonna be good. This is so, so good. We have so many more stories. Like this is literally the first day. So if you're at home and you're listening and you're like, this, like how new this July 1st was the first day. And, yeah. uh, and that is where we are. And uh, we have so many more stories to go. Quick break to talk about our friends at discover. Want to hear something amazing. Of course you do. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where discover is accepted 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to discover, get used to hearing yes more often, learn more discover.com slash yes, 2021 Nielsen report limitations apply. Power your passions for less during Dell's exceptional black Friday in July event. Enjoy up to $400 off high-performance Dell XPS laptops and desktops along with next-level Alienware systems. And guess what? They're all powered by Intel Core processors. Shop special prices on stunning Dell monitors, top-brand electronics, and accessories. Plus, enjoy free shipping on everything. Yes, everything. Don't forget to ask for Intel when you call 800 by dell That's 800-B-U-Y-Dell. Also, I want to talk about Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy, though? Bundling policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's 
or your renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to geico.com, get a quote and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today. That's geico.com. And finally, for the friends of the programs, birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkled donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance. Or finally, understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around, like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Learn about these valuable investment products and more at Investor.gov, your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips before you invest, investor.gov. Back to Titus and Tate. Can we uh can we talk about uh something else before we, we get out of here that I yeah. definitely want to spend a little time on because we touched on it last show, but uh, I did not realize how off I was on this story and we have to revisit it. Okay. Um we, we talked about uh the Wisconsin oh tape. yes, oh yes, the Wisconsin um the, the tape that was leaked of the seniors talking to Greg Gard and basically saying this sucks and, and you're not my real dad. And, wh- and, whatever and, else and, and even, even going as far, I can't remember who it was. It was Trice or whoever. Someone said that like, they literally would never let their kid go to Wisconsin Yeah, because yeah, yeah that, that's how and deep it got. The yeah. tape was released and it was, they, 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 they released the tapes, which is something we generally love on the show, mm-hmm. but this time maybe not. Um, yeah. But we were Again, on vacation. Not, not our tempo. Not our tempo. We, we were on vacation when this happened, and I just kind of glossed over it because I was trying to stay offline and not pay that much attention. I, I, I said that on the show. Anyway, uh, what we apparently got wrong, because I got a flood of messages from people saying, like, here is the prevailing theory. And boy, did my ears and eyes perk up because I, I got so excited about this. Uh, the, the prevailing theory coming out of Wisconsin was that a, a senior basketball player did not record this tape. This was the work of... Uh, former interim assistant, Alondo Tucker, who was hired, as you might remember, as an interim to fill in for Howard Moore, uh, who, who tragically was in a car wreck and his, his wife and uh, daughter yeah. uh, were, were, were killed in the wreck and he was yeah, injured was pretty severely and, and, and took medical leave. Uh, and so they, they're down an assistant and they, they, hire, they bring back Alondo Tucker, uh, Big Ten Player of the Year in 2007, bring him back put him on staff on an interim basis. He, he is there for two years. In April of this year, he is let go from Wisconsin. And so the prevailing theory, and this is speculation, allegedly, mm. is that uh, Alondo Tucker was in that meeting. He was the one who recorded it, and he released it. He released the tape because it was a Dino Gaudio type situation. He, he sent the anonymous email. That's that's yes. how the, the video was leaked. It was an anonymous and email. I don't want to say that's exactly what happened, but I want to say that it has my attention. <laughs> I was going to say, it, does, it, it definitely, the writing on the wall is not good uh, for conspiracy theorists because all the, all the, it connects, the dots connect for sure. But the, the, the one thing I can't get, get past though is like the, this meeting apparently happened in February, at the end of February. Uh, Alondo Tucker's let go in April. Did he know he was going to be let go in it? Like, why would he be recording the meeting in the first place? What was the motive behind recording it in the first place? Unless the only thing I could think to, to bring it back around is that he was trying to basically like get Greg Gard fired so he could be he could he could form his Penny Hardaway coup yeah and take over as the head or, coach or he was and making then, sure that he had leverage in case he was going to get fired you know what i mean this question. is blackmail great question um mm. and then guard found out about it and maybe that's why he was let go i don't know this is all speculation again mm-hmm. we we don't know what happened but that has my attention and uh 
And I absolutely love it because I am quite possibly Tate. I don't know if you know this about me. Some people don't know this about me, but I want I want everyone to know this about me. I am quite possibly the biggest Alondo Tucker hater on planet Earth. I oh, hate, wow. I, I I don't know the man personally. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> I don't know his morals and ethics. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if this is true, then you know maybe I know a little bit. About you were right. Him, but, yeah. but we don't know if it's true or not. So whatever. I hate the man as a basketball player. I yeah. uh, I had to watch in 2007 this man be named Big Ten Player of the Year over Greg Oden, which in my mind is is one of the lowest points in the history of Big Ten basketball in terms of stuff. Uh, that that's not a scandal. It's not a, you know, obviously some of the off the court stuff with law type shit mm. is probably a bigger deal than that. But in terms of like just pure basketball, that that was one of the yeah. lowest points in the history of big 10 basketball that they, they, they let this like six, three, six, four dude who plays power forward has the most busted jump shot on earth. Uh, when big 10 player of the year over Greg Oden, when I watched, I watched us plays Wisconsin three times in a row Alondo Tucker's ass. It, it pissed me off so much. That guy, he he's literally the worst Big Ten player, Big Ten player of the year of all time. Of all yeah. time. Wisconsin yeah. fans, you know it deep down. It is, it is that is one of the great tragedies in the history of Big Ten basketball. Up there with like the Ohio, I I, I would put it this way: the, the Ohio State Minnesota fight in the 70s when they when the benches cleared and they were throwing punches. Uh that was pretty bad. The Penn State, Wisconsin 36 to 33 game, like mm. 10 years ago in the big 10 tournament. There was that one. Uh, I would say Michigan winning the big 10 this year, even though Illinois won more games than them and also beat them head to head on their own home court. That's a pretty low moment for the league. That's embarrassing for the league. I would say the 2021 NCAA tournament as a whole, (laughs) I would say Alondo Tucker winning big 10 player of the year over Greg Oden. And then I would say John Licklider in general, I would say that's my, that's my, that's my list of like, God damn, this is embarrassing. And so anyway, I just wanted to point that out that, uh, and you mentioned Alondo Tucker. You have my attention because uh, it, it it just it, like 2007 was too soon, dude. And like the Big Ten voters were too scared to name a freshman player of the year, and it was it was so stupid, so so since, stupid. That he, no, I agree. And since we're gonna go back and like you like we were talking about, give Reggie Bush's Heisman. I think we go back in these times and say we were working under the guise of old college basketball yes. at the time because Greg was, you know, the one and done era had just started. He was a freshman. Freshmen don't win this award. Right. Um, it, it was all that sort of bias that went into it, even though he was obviously the better player. He was yeah. obviously yeah. going to be the number <laughs> yeah. one pick. I mean, yeah. it was... Like Dude, you Mike said, Conley it, it, should have won Victor Player of the Year of Alondo Tucker. Are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> but he was also a freshman. So it's like, let's go back and just let's frame Alondo it. Alondo like Tucker how, would not have started on now. our team, on our Ohio State team. I'm, I'm here to tell tell you right now yes. and i'm saying this with a straight face alondo tucker on 2007 mm-hmm. I'll, i will take all the heat from every wisconsin fan every big 10 first he would not have started on the 2007 ohio state team his ass would have come off the bench and he was big 10 player of the year get it out of my face yeah get it out of my face yeah He's, he would not have started daquan cook didn't start on our team mm-hmm. daquan cook is miles better than a lot of daquan cook started on the thunder you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. so, so you gotta think about that <laughs> dude dude <laughs> Alondo Tucker, get this dude out of my face. I hope yeah. it's true. I hope somehow it comes out that he he did record this. Because I mean, the, the I, most I, egregious part about all this to me is that that team that was doing this, recording conversations, threatening their coach, then blew out North Carolina in the first round. You know what I mean? I, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, what? How? <laughs> How did this here's, here's my galaxy break conspiracy theory. It was Greg Gard that recorded the meeting and released it as well. <laughs> And he was trying to foster, like, he was trying to get people to be on his side that, like, oh my God, yeah. no wonder he's losing games. There, yeah. There's a coup Look forming. At these guys. Yeah, yeah, these guys are forming a coup against him. 
and you feel sympathetic towards Greg Gard and you don't want him fired, you actually support him because if you don't support him, you're supporting this other mm. situation and, and you have to pick a side as a Wisconsin fan. Which side are you taking? So what if it was I Greg mean, Gard? Yeah, it does seem like the Wisconsin fans have taken the side of Greg Gard and Barry Alvarez, the AD. Uh, which It's very interesting because Alvarez is stepping down, right? So now the there's going to be a new AD that probably doesn't have the same you know, support or reverence, whatever you want to say for Greg Gard. So Greg Gard is in an interesting position. If someone does come in and says, hey, all your players hate you. Uh, what's going on here? We need to address this. Then maybe Greg Gard is, well, what you if, know. What if Greg Gard is a Brad Stevens situation? He, he's the new AD. Mm. He fires himself and then promotes himself in the same all-in-one motion. <laughs> well, yeah, like what has happened? You know, like in sports, it's like gone back to like the 1960s with these types. Everything's just like internal. You just bump up, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what else is there? Uh, you want to talk NBA at all before we wrap up? Yeah, we should Anything? just shout out. Yeah, we should shout out uh, Chris Paul, right? I mean, we we talked yeah. about him. We did a little episode probably a week ago talking about the Suns. When they made it to the conference finals, we were very excited for them. Um, I think the big story last night was the Pat Beverly push uh, yeah. in the back. He sucks. And, he right? Sucks. He sucks. Yeah. He sucks. And, and, and then that led to this larger conversation. I saw a lot of people talking about Chris Paul. He's a dirty player, yada, yada, yada. And I just want to defend Chris Paul and say that Chris Paul, when he punched Julius Hodge in the nuts, if you watch that game, and I was watching that game live when it happened, Julius Hodge was being such a pest. He was being so annoying the entire game. All he does is run his mouth. Um, as we remember, he, he had a big moment in the NCAA tournament, and he ran up and said, I told y'all, I told y'all. And it's like, Julius, you literally say this every game, and you usually lose. So, I mean, it wasn't like they beat UConn. I mean, he was all fired up. It's 2006. And uh, Chris Paul deserved to punch him in the nuts. I wouldn't say that for most situations. I understand that Chris Paul has a gamesmanship about him that can be frustrating. But what Pat Beverly did is the most Bush League bullshit thing you can ever do in sports. And I was so shocked that no one on the Suns, like, I, I was really shocked Jay Crowder didn't headbutt him or well, tackle Frank him. Well, Frank Kaminsky's the one, right, that everyone just killed him because yeah, Kaminsky well, just stood right there and he's like, do I have to push? I guess I should push him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mikel Bridges, I mean, they were all right there, but it was almost, they were so shy. It was such a, I've never seen something so stupid. Yeah, I got to say, uh, in defense of Frank Kaminsky, I don't think I'm, like, I, I think I'm just shocked, one. And they were two, all shocked, yeah. Yeah, I don't like. I don't know, man. It, it's it was easy so, to say. It like, was so it's easy to say if that happens on the street. Like you gotta, you gotta throw punches. But this isn't the street. So like, no, no, it's the you know, NBA, like which is literally just, Google. Yeah, this is literally <laughs> like two guys fighting at Google in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I mean, there is a level it's of that. Google. <laughs> I mean, the fun, it's the, the Google kitchen. It literally is literally. And the funniest part was like Rondo. You know, Rondo and Chris Paul in the break got, room at Google. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Ted and Jed just got in a fight. Uh, Rondo, who honestly like got in a real fight with Chris Paul, he's sitting on the bench and his look that he gave Pat Beverly, which is basically like, what yeah. the hell? Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that was kind of the, that says it all. And Pat Beverly, I actually don't mind how he plays, but that was the, the, that was, I do. I, he sucks. He sucks. He's yeah. not good at yeah. basketball. He's not good at, he, I, I'm on the Russell Westbrook uh, train of like Pat Beverly just tricks everyone into thinking that he does shit. Cause he, yeah. Is Cause he's annoying and loud. Yeah. He's Matthew Delvadova, is what who he is. Wow. <laughs> he's, Honestly, though, he's yeah, he really he's is. annoying. Yeah, he, he's he's Matthew Delvadova, and just Cleveland fans are upset right now. They're yeah. like, <laughs> he's not Delhi. <laughs> <laughs> He'll never be Delhi. <laughs> He'll never be Delhi. <laughs> uh, shout out to Chris Paul, though. Finally, a champion. Yeah. Tate. He's, I mean, he's finally won his championship. Uh, yes. 
Western Conference champion, as we know. He's from the uh, Banana Boat Brotherhood of uh, claiming. If, if you make it to the finals, you won a championship. So, yeah, LeBron is, there, LeBron has won 10 championships based uh, on his own logic. logic is, yeah. is, uh, is Arizona officially a pro basketball state now? With 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 uh what, what did I with uh what did I call Bobby Bags now? What's his name? Robert Knapsacks? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Robert Sachs. <laughs> Robert Sachs. Robert Sachs and uh Sean Miller gets fired and and Bobby the death of Bobby Bags, he's trans mm. he's transitioned into uh Robert Sachs now. And it uh, is cool that Aiden is like going to be obviously the star of the future. I mean, Devin Booker is the star of now. Chris Paul, you know, probably has three years left, uh, you know, during his Phoenix run, but DeAndre Ayton is going to be a star and he was supposed to be that. And they paid, you know, allegedly a hundred thousand dollars for him to be the star at Arizona. So if you are an Arizona fan, you have to be excited that your pro team has him yeah. and it's all going to be good. And I'll as Chris Paul said, I'm getting him a bag. I'll back you up on that. Cause uh Booker Booker's still really young. So I think people listening might've been like, what do you mean? Aiden's the future and Booker's still really young too, but Booker's Booker's going to the Knicks or the Nets or something. You know, like we all know it. We all we all know that that's <laughs> Booker has all the he checks Booker, all the boxes for a guy. Booker is uh, the star now. I mean, he really is. Like it, 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 we joke about Cal's guys, but I am so shocked that Calipari has not been more on Devin Booker. But but it's also the reason he can't is because he played him as the sixth man in a yeah. stupid platoon system, so he can't even ride him and celebrate him but like my god i mean devin booker is, is everything and then some and he showed a lot of composure pat bev was trying to get in his grill uh throughout yeah. this entire series and he did a good job not punching him in the face because i have a short temper at times and if somebody was doing that to me i would have snapped too so uh, good for him good for him oh <laughs> uh, any other shout outs man i just want to shout out again to all the companies that are involved in the nil um please support these athletes please pay these kids um, mm -hmm. It is content for us. It is fodder for the people. Should we pay also, a kid? Should we? I, I don't know. It, hmm. it does feel very Barstool. I'm not. I'm not even sure if they're doing this yet. But Barstool is oh, definitely going to be. They, they oh, already are. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, never Absolutely. mind. Absolutely. Yeah. Pick that out. <laughs> <laughs> they had a. They had a meeting. They went over all the facts and figures. Yeah. And they said, they're like, how can we jack this? How many uh, yeah. retweets can <laughs> I get? <laughs> is Big Cat doing it? That's no, I think, I think it's Dave. I think it's, oh, I think well, it's Portnoy. Uh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Portnoy made a video and, and <laughs> somewhere along the line, he said, save Wisconsin, big cat. He said, both sides chance. are bad. And also <laughs> here's an idea. <laughs> uh, I want to shout out coach K. He's uh, oh. a lot of, a lot of talk about uh, the name image likeness stuff going on. I think we're losing sight of the real story in college basketball right now, which is coach K is entering his final season as the head coach of the yes. Duke blue devils. And uh, I think we need to pivot away from talking about the kids. Like, get mm. over it. Okay, cool. The kids are making money. Cool. Nobody cares. Cool. Nobody cares. Go back many, to the real stars. Go back yeah. to the yes. And uh, we we need to spend more time discussing that this is the final season of Coach K. This is the last. This is the last time. July first will come around, Tate, mm. and Coach K will be the head coach of the Duke Blue Devils. And I think uh, we really need to to respect that and um, appreciate the time we have. So. I think July 4th, I'm going to pour one out for Coach K. You know what I mean? Out of respect for his service uh, at Army for the people at home. And, you know, we should point out at the end of every episode, we're hoping during the regular season where we're doing our, we're really in the throes of things, that we have Duke representatives come on this program and give us one Coach K anecdote. We cannot promise anything, but we are reaching out to the Duke people. Uh, we've we've got some receptive uh, Dukies out Dude. there. 
We have some JJ Reddick. Why don't we pay the Duke? Receptive. Why don't we pay the current Duke players? <laughs> <laughs> we will sponsor the current Duke players. Yes. To come on our show. What What do you think is the least amount of money that we could pay them to do something? That's uh, a great question. I think it's to record to record to get like the the uh, the Greg Guard tapes. Yeah. Do that with Coach Gay, and we pay. Oh for my it. dude. Should we Great be slugworm idea. and just, <laughs> just send one of these kids in like Charlie? Get the details. <laughs> oh, poor Coach K. <laughs> that would be his be nightmare. Slugworm. <laughs> I don't know how insane it is that you know that, that that's the guys. I know I, what you said it. I knew it was, but like your recall of who they do to. Uh, oh man. And that movie is his name. Dude, that's, that, that's impressive. Well, that's impressive. You, that that's a, the reason I know that is because when I joined the ringer, uh, a certain media individual who we may not have mentioned beforehand, tried like, to get me to like do that two for and a half Simmons. minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> he, he tried to get me to do that for Bill Simmons. And I was like, as Charlie did, I was like, no, one day I'm going to get this chocolate factory. I know it. And I was wrong. It was, <laughs> and it's gone. You're like, how much are you going to pay me? And he's like, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you some merch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like mad merch. Uh, Bill I'll boost the odds on the, uh, the the can't lose parlay. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't have to steal your parents' credit cards. <laughs> oh, man. We love me. Uh, I want to shout out Kofi Coburn in the transfer portal. Ooh. Is this surprising to you? I mean, it's not because like it's Illinois basketball and anything <laughs> bad that happens to Illinois basketball, I, I guess at this point we shouldn't be surprised. But uh, I thought he was going to the NBA tape. What happened? Now he's in yeah. the transfer portal? Yeah. I uh, Well, it does reek, reek of mm. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And it also makes a lot of sense because I saw Illinois is going after Dawson Garcia, who's in the transfer portal, mm-hmm. transfer from Marquette. Mm-hmm. He's also Garcia is visiting North Carolina, but I think Illinois is, you know, supposedly the favorites. And I assume that they were doing that because Kofi Coburn obviously was, like you said, going to the NBA. They got to replace their big man. But if he goes to Kentucky, I, I don't even know, but lots of prayers to, to Shoeboy, by the way. If, oh, if Coburn man. goes to Kentucky, yeah, right. Like, he tra- that, can that, you can you get back? Can you go back to West Virginia? Can you, <laughs> what's he all do? I know is I love the idea of Calipari building a super team in college mm-hmm. basketball to stop Coach K. Yeah, that, that is a good yes. underlying. Story that's a line. great like. If that's yeah. Cal's branding this year, that's I that's think a it great is. move for him. That's really a great do. move. If he's like, I we must stop Duke at all costs. That you're you're getting all of America on board with that. I I am on board. Yeah, it, whatever it takes. <laughs> Let me know how. Literally, well, literally, whatever it takes. Uh, another man who is in the recruiting business and is mm. in the business of uh, of um, I don't know the business, the business yeah. of being in the wink, business. Wink. Yeah, <laughs> Penny Hardaway staying at Memphis. Shout out to him. Not yeah. going to Orlando Magic has decided to take his name out of the coaching search. And it definitely was not a situation that the Magic told him, we're definitely not going to hire you. So uh, he, Stop putting out stories yeah, that we are. Yes. <laughs> Please stop, Penny. Um, <laughs> staying at Memphis, Tate. There you go. Is this, is this a death blow for the NBA? Or should we be worried about the NBA that Penny mm-hmm. Hardaway definitely could have been the head coach of the Magic, chose not to be, has decided to come back, and uh, now, that, now that guys can get paid in college, he's licking his lips and he's saying, uh, let's go. Let's make it yeah. happen. And not only did he decide to come back, he decided to hire the originator, the OG, the man who decided, yes. hey, I can coach at any blue blood and make them a winner because I'm going to get the best talent available. And that man is Larry Brown. Uh, I'm so happy for Larry Brown. All he does is help other programs, Villanova, Texas, SMU, North Carolina, UCLA, Kansas. He's everywhere. He always has been. 
but none of these places could hire him because of the NCAA ramifications. But Penny says, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if I'm under investigation from these <laughs> fools. We're hiring Larry Brown. And uh, man, I'm excited to see what Memphis looks like because that's, that's a big time hire and uh, shout out to Larry Brown. And at a time when uh, Larry Brown services can be fully unlocked. <laughs> unlocked yes, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, two more shout outs for me. Number one, Dwayne Washington staying in oh, the draft. Good call. As expected. As reported. Um, as report- oh, okay. I, yeah. I, I, I think I, you didn't report it, but I I'm going to say that. Yeah. 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 I will, I will say like it, that, that one, I'm not going to take a victory lap on that one. That one was like okay. pretty obvious. That was the worst kept secret, and certainly in Ohio State, like everyone kind of knew that. But uh, I didn't feel like it was my place to uh, make Dwayne's announcement for him, and I felt like I would let him make his announcement by mm-hmm. texting apparently John Rostin and Jeff Goodman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. What's up with that? I was like, I don't want to say anything. Uh, we'll let Dwayne do it on his own terms. Oh, okay. So his terms are just texting Rusty. <laughs> Very good. All right. Perfect. Never mind. <laughs> there it is. Uh, but yeah, Dwayne, Dwayne staying in the draft. Good for him. Go, uh, go make money. But also, you could have made money if you came back. No, he's gonna. Uh, he's. I, I love Dwayne Washington. I, me I, too. He, he got a lot of shit for uh, people. I see people talking about like his performance in this year's NCAA tournament, and it's confusing. Number one, because. Ohio State didn't play in the NCAA tournament. Um, mm. so that's a positive for COVID. So I think they're thinking mm. of the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, uh, probably. When we lost to, to Illinois in the championship. But uh, number two, I think Dwayne, the Dwayne Washington experience at Ohio State, you had to take the good with the bad. And he made a lot of boneheaded decisions. But that's why we loved him because he'd also make plays that – he was also the smoothest dude in the Big Ten last year. Oh, yeah. He was, when he was cooking, he was the smoothest dude. He was even more so than Io and, and – um, I don't know. Is there any other candidates? Hunter Dickinson. He was very yeah. smooth. <laughs> oh, so smooth. <laughs> Watch him shoot a free throw. Um, so yeah, Dwayne, go uh go go be great in the pros and then get invited back to Pro Day and uh yeah. and tell me how it is because yeah. I'm, I'm never gonna be invited. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, send me a text. <laughs> final shout out Chicago State has parted ways with Lance Irvin. The Chicago State head men's basketball job mm. is back open, Tate. Is it time to make Chicago State again? Do you think we fire up the uh, the campaign and go for it again? I, I don't I need think to figure so. It out. I don't you think we no. go to Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I think that I think the recruits are going to Illinois now. I, I when we when we when you first put this out and we wanted to make Chicago State again, I think that Illinois was down. Um, mm. I think Northwestern was obviously a facade, right? They had they went to the tournament that one time, so it was an open space. And I think Brad Underwood has it under control now, and. Uh, I think we leave it be. I think we got to get West Coast. West Coast is okay. where we're going. That's well, where we're we going. We got to figure out. We got to figure out the West Coast. Uh, well, I tried to. I, we got I, Tim Miles at San Jose State. You know, he's call. he's doing the legwork. Uh, he's call. letting us know what it looks like. LMU, they love us. Yeah, um, but we're not. We're not trying to take jobs. From they do. They jobs. say they love us. That's funny. They say they love us. They have not yeah. allowed us to get shots up in the gym one single time Whoa. since I've lived out in LA, and I find mm-hmm. that interesting. So I do too. Uh, I'm do not. Too. I'm not keeping, you know, I don't hold grudges, mm-hmm. but I also have a great memory. So um, <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting. I find that interesting as well. Uh, all right. Well, maybe Chicago State's not to play. Maybe we don't make I mean, Chicago State. If you want to, if you want to make it great, I'm not, I'm it's not going to stop you. That's Chicago sure. State to me is what I want Indiana to be to Brad Stevens, where like it got mm. in my blood and it's like, no matter where I go in this world, I'm going to feel the the call back home to Chicago state where I've, I've never once lived in Chicago, but it feels like home to me. It feels yeah. like that, <laughs> that I job mean, will always like it's it, Chicago state is the, the, 
the girl you had a crush on when you were a freshman in high school and she was like a junior mm-hmm. and you thought she was everything because she had a she had a car and she was so cool and all that. Yeah. And, and she then was you grow nice up. To you. Yeah. yeah, and you grow up and now you're like 33 and she's 35 and you're like, yeah, she's not she's not that hot, but I can't get it out of my head. Every time I yeah. look at her, I just like feel I like remember. she's that unattainable mm-hmm. prize that I wanted so badly all those years ago and I can't shake it. Call her. So I, gotta stay I might have to give her a call. <laughs> give her a call. <laughs> Uh, that's it. That's the show. Congratulations to all the college athletes Woo! cashing in Uh big day. Congratulations uh, to, to you, the listener, I guess for, for, I don't know what, uh, have a happy fourth, I guess. Yeah. Ha- happy fourth of July, everybody. Do you have any yeah, plans? Today? What are you doing? No, I mean, I'm going down to the beach, ocean Isle uh, with the nice. family. So, you know, North Carolina beaches, best beaches in the world, but we are, we are not going to record uh, on Tuesday yeah. of next week in honor of coach K and July 4th. Uh, yep. But we will be back next Thursday. Uh, regularly scheduled programming. So yep. we'll see you there. We're, we're going to take the fourth off. I suggest you do the same. Turn your yeah. phone off. Take go a break. find Go find a body of water somewhere, whatever, however big it needs to be. Maybe it's a blow up pool you throw in your backyard. I don't know, but you got you to gotta, you gotta find yeah. a body of water on the fourth. Mm-hmm. Go grill some meat, throw some meat on the grill, blow yeah. some shit up. Watch the hot dog contest, you know, pool That's, for joy, chestnut. These are all American traditions. Ain't on that the 4th American, of July. baby. Yeah. Um, and we will see you guys next week.